show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. Hey, we're here with Tony Romero from uh, from Wisconsin. He's having a huge event in Milwaukee in February, and he's also a Hive user who's been getting a lot of good results using our software. So this is our episode we call Meet the Hive. It's kind of a basic introduction on our users and how they're killing it in the real estate game or in business. So um, brief introduction on you. Um, how old are you? Because I know you're a young person, so I really want people to know and resonate how old you are and um, how you're killing it in the real estate game. Yeah, so as of right now, I'm 22 years old. Um, so I'm one of the young fellows in the in the industry that's doing fairly well. And, you know, obviously real estate has changed my life. So I'm excited to be here with you guys. All right, Tony, man. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you're doing. I know, uh, you, you know, you said you're from Wisconsin, but tell everybody what you're doing. Like, how many deals are you running? How are you structuring it? I know you're doing deals all over the place, man. So every time I talk to you, I know you're doing bigger and better things. Uh, you have a big event coming up soon, uh, which the Hive Mind is going to be uh, be there. But, yeah, man, how in the hell are you doing so many deals, and how did you get started? Who's your mentor under? Like, a, you're, you're probably one of the best networkers that I've seen in the real estate game uh, since I've started in this thing in three years. So, you know, how'd you get to where you are? Yeah. So, um, I pretty much started, uh, back in June of last year, which it really has, you know, it's only been a year and a half, which is crazy. Um, I got my first deal as a pre foreclosure four days in, uh, it was through cold calling. Um, and when I walked that property, I remember I walked up to that property and right off the bat, just looking at the outside, I was like, I'm ready to offer 45 K for this. So I walk inside seller wants 25,000 for it. So right off the bat, I learned a lesson immediately on my first deal, which was never, never say your number first. If I would have at any point and not try to squeeze that number out of that seller after building the rapport, I probably, you know, I would have locked it up way too high. I would have lost $20,000 in profit that I could have potentially made. Now on that deal, I always tell this to everybody, um, the, the seller wanted to walk away with nothing. So they were fine with the 25K, which is exactly what they wanted. I personally didn't feel that that was fair. Um, and going back, if I had to do, if I had to do that deal again, I, I'd do the same exact thing. So we offered him 30K so he could walk away with 5K. Um, and then we were able to sell that property for 55. And by we, I mean me, because I was a one-man team. Um, and then from there, um, I remember that property, I had no cash buyers. I, I had no idea what to sell it for. I kind of just pushed the number out at 60. Uh, that was what I was asking for it. The property in reality was worth about 110, 100, 110 or so. So it needed like 5K in rehab. It was a great property. So I was pretty much selling it at 50%. I lost a lot of money that I could have made there. I guess I technically didn't lose it, but there was a lot more spread there uh, for me to you know obtain, as well as a cre creative methods. I could have done a subject to taking over that mortgage and had to you know, put very little down and then carried a mortgage that was almost done with. Uh, it had some amazing cash flow on that property and even refied out or just bought it and refied out. So there were a lot of different strategies that I didn't take up. Um, but yeah, on that property, I was offering 60. I remember my first investor came in uh, I think this one I had found off Facebook and he offered right off the bat 43. I almost took it because it was such a big enough spread that I was like, what the heck? Like it made it real for me. Um, thankfully, I told him that I would think about it. He said, you have till midnight tonight. Um, as, as Until today, they're still, still one of the most aggressive uh, buyers uh, for us that lowball us but and give us a midnight contingency. Uh, but we love working with them and we have sold them some stuff now. Um, when, it, you know, when it has worked out, but yeah, so second, uh, second, um, buyer, he didn't know what he was thinking. He didn't know he had to speak to his wife about it. So 
he didn't really have a number at the top of his head at that moment. And then third buyer offered uh, right around like 52. And I brought him up to 55. I thought that was a great offer. And I shook hands and I took it. And I made 24,995 on that first deal. After that, my life completely changed. Um, thankfully, during that time, I had gotten, I guess, kind of thankfully, I had gotten in a car accident prior to that to that, um, that first property. So right around the time when I was getting paid for this deal, I also got paid off those, off those injuries for that car accident. Uh, and my car, which was complete debt to me, it was so much debt on me, uh, got paid off completely due to the crash. So there was a lot of good things happening at the same time. I made about $15,000 for my injuries. I had another 5k in savings plus the 25,000. I was loaded and I was just a 21 year old. So immediately I thought, okay, do I want a small piece of something big? And do I want to scale now? Or do I want to do this by myself, figure it out correctly and not make mistakes? Well, I'm really stubborn. I like to learn the hard way. So I went with route one. I started building my team immediately. Uh, we quickly ended up making six figures in our first two months. I hired a cold caller in-house. I hired an acquisitions who had already had experience in the market. Um, and we quickly went to work and I got an office immediately. We had eight rooms, got all the furniture, got the whiteboards, got everything that we needed, built the buyers list, put all the money into data, put all the money into, into Mojo dialers and really just started scaling. Did I really know what I was doing at first? Absolutely not. Um, there was a big, a lot of, a lot of me knew what I was doing, but then a lot of me was also very confused in a lot of different aspects but I always knew to take initiative. So if we had a problem where we needed to talk to our title company, I'd call the title company and I'd ask the question right away. We wouldn't leave it for later. We wouldn't not, not answer the question. We'd get to it right away. And then anybody that helped along the way, whereas it's title or an investor, we always sent a gift. We always sent a gift card, which made them feel appreciative, uh, appreciated uh, and you know just helped build long lasting relationships where we had those resources. Um, after that, I also, you know, got thrown on some podcasts, which really helped with just being able to network and connect with people. Uh, and then from there, things grew. I ended up making right under pretty much half a million dollars in my first six months. Um, that was all, I tell people this all the time. That was all straight cold calling. We didn't focus on anything else, but just straight cold calling. We didn't implement texting till after that time period. It was just straight cold call. Um, and 80% of that was just driving for dollars leads. I was big on driving for dollars. I had a driver that would drive the city. And those, a lot of times, were our best leads that nobody else was tapping into. There were deals where we were talking to a seller. And even if they weren't necessarily interested in selling, they'd lived at their property in the hottest zip code for 18, 20 years and had never been called before. So that was a big eye opener to us. And that's why we kept pushing that way. That was back in the day when Deal Machine used to only charge a certain price for unlimited amount of, of, of addresses before they put the limit on there. So it was a good time back then. Um, but yeah, from there, we, uh, we scaled, started implementing texting. Um, we got close to a few six figure months and then, you know, we ended up hitting a six figure month this year and uh, we've been able to scale since then and start a few other businesses. So um, it's been a, a up and down journey. You know, I've had people leave my business. I've had people, um, you know, stab me in the back. I've had people go on to become leaders in my company. So we've had it all, every single type of mistake. I'm sure we still have to go through a lot more and we do on a regular basis, but we know how to handle things a lot better. And I know how to create leaders within my business, which has helped me grow a lot more and get to the position where I am today. Hey, so were you mentoring under anybody? Like, how did you pick up the skill of networking? Did you learn that from like your dad or, you know, because like I said, you do it unlike anybody else that I've ever seen before. Like, where did that come from? So a lot of, um, and I hope, I, I know my parents one day are going to start watching these. Um, they found one the other day on YouTube and I quickly closed their browser. Um, a lot of the, the urge or I guess a, a lot of, my grind and my hustle comes from trying to please my parents. Um, I didn't go the college route. I didn't go the traditional route. My parents came here with nothing, you know? So college was a big dream for them. They paid a lot of money in high school that they really didn't have to get me through high school. You know, my, my high school was $13,000 a year for me just to go there. And that was a big sacrifice. And a, a lot of things had to not be in place in terms of like actual sacrifice for them to be able to afford that for my brother and I. 
and me not going to college was really not what they saw for me in the future. So a lot of that just comes from a lot of that grind and I guess skills that I pick up very quickly are from that, from just wanting to be better than a college student, make more money than a college student, make more. My parents wanted me to be a doctor, my mom especially. So my goal ever since you know I started this journey and, this, and knew that I could make money was how do I become the best, but how do I make more money than a doctor? You know, so that's really what I was focused on. And um, some of it is a little bit of anger. It's not really like I'm angry at them. I know they want the absolute best for me and I've never doubted that. Um, but I just want to be better than you know, than that college route that I decided to miss on. So I found out that I was really, really good in this industry. Um, you know, I found out that it's really not about who you know. I, you know, going to a very expensive school, I always heard, hey, I know this person, or I know this person, or I know the cousin of this person. It's really not who you know, it's who knows you. So how can you give value to that person? So right from the get-go in the beginning, I started investing in mentors. I started investing in the right courses so that I can have the knowledge to be able to bring that to other people. If I ever could add that value, I would. If, even if it's value as in, hey, let's go to a dinner. It might be a $500 bill, but I'll take care of it. Or even as it's value of, hey, you have an event, I'm gonna buy a VIP ticket or I'm gonna be there and count me in. I've got a, you know, I've got a spot saved. That's support for somebody else. And that over time, all that energy and all that work, it really, you know, you get seen um, and you get to grow a lot of great relationships from it. As I always kind of say to people, pay to play, don't be afraid of pay to play. You know, being young, it's hard to do it because you don't want to give up all that money. I don't mind paying. If I know somebody that's a leader in the industry is throwing an event, I don't mind paying VIP for their event. I don't mind flying out there. I don't mind, you know, getting, uh, whatever it is that I need to, to get as close as possible to them. And that's really what's helped me uh, get to where I am today. Because on top of that, I also get value from everything that they say, anything they tell me, one small little tweak from their event or from meeting them in person and getting advice from them could really make me tens of thousands of dollars in this industry. It's so easy to do, you know, 10x your business with just some smaller pieces of advice. Man, there was a lot to unpack there. That was, that was, that was good, man. I think I'm going to hop on one, one question. I think a lot of, and like I said, I'm a parent now. I want my kids to leverage and use my position to do better. And I think if you don't use that and take that for granted, you're wasting, you're wasteful. So I think, I think us as my parents, my parents, my dad's from Mexico. And I, I love, I love having this, this minority conversation with minorities because they don't understand that my dad is from Mexico crossed the border when he was 19. And for me to do, be able to do what I do was based off of the work he did for years to put me in a position, put me in a private school. Man, I, I love that story, man. It's awesome. I have a question. What you're, you're a young entrepreneur. How do you lead people at such a young age, are your employees young people too? Are they older than you? Do you hire people younger for you just for that reason? Or do you hire people, you don't really, you have varying ages. How do you lead from their, from your, your young age of 21, 22? That is an amazing question. I've been on plenty of podcasts. I've spoken with plenty of people. I've never gotten asked that. Uh, and I think that's a big, that's a big thing. Uh, a big question to ask. So um, I can tell you right off the gate, in the beginning, it wasn't easy. When I started my team, I really didn't, I, even though I had all this money, I knew the majority of it was going to go right into leads, right into dialers, right into uh, maybe lock boxes and office equipment and all these other things, which in reality didn't matter so much. I could have been in the, my house, in my apartment. Um, at that time, I didn't have an apartment, but I could have done that and just, or just picked up, you know, a I don't know, a coffee place that was quiet or a library and hustled there with my team. And we probably still would have made a lot of money and then slowly transitioned over. But in the beginning, because I wanted to scale so fast, but I also didn't know if I could pay people. And even though I was making great money, it wasn't fully proven where it was consistent month after month after month after month. You know, in the first three, four months, even if we've done, you know, five, six deals, is that enough to feed adults that have families and that have kids 
and you know that have to go back home and you know if if i put them in a financial crisis it could really ruin them so in the beginning it was hard i hired college kids or pretty much everybody in my company was right around 18 19 years old and that was because i knew these guys were making nine to ten dollars an hour or even less in their jobs so i knew that a commission on one or two deals a month was really really going to take them to a whole nother level financially and if for some reason they didn't cash out on a specific month it wasn't going to financially hurt them because maybe they didn't have all those responsibilities they didn't have all those bills or they just didn't care you know they just wanted to hustle and learn so in the beginning i all i hired were younger individuals than i i remember i flew out you know to uh, I think it was Aaron Bevins event. I flew my entire team out there and it was all young guys. Like it was all kids pretty much. Um, and I say that because I'm a kid, you know, I, I see myself as a kid and I've proven, um, proven a lot, but I love, I love to use that word because it seems like an underdog word. Um, so yeah, in the beginning, it wasn't easy, you know, with, with younger guys and, you know, not the greatest pay there also comes, you know, fooling around and messing around and some unprofessionalism. So was it the easiest thing in the world? Absolutely not. Um, over time, I've transitioned. And now that I have that record and I can prove, hey, we can do eight deals minimum a month. We can do 10 deals a month on average. You know, Now I'm able to hire individuals that I know I can pay. So um, three of my employees are older than me. Everybody else is still around my age, but I try not to hire anybody under you know 19 or 20 unless they really have that hustle and grind. Um, and then my virtual assistants, they're all old, you know, they're all 28 or over. Um, so, you know, they've been in the industry for quite a long time. So it took time to transition. I didn't have a proven model for it. Do I think hiring young is necessarily bad? Absolutely not. You know, I think that they have the hustle and they have the grind and they really want this, then it can be, it can be good. But when you have too many individuals around the same age to have, you know, that can joke around about, about things on a regular basis, it can become a distracting environment for them. And even though that work is right in front of them, you know, all those fooling around can eventually lead to 30, 45 minutes of, uh, of not doing your work. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of how, how the journey went. It wasn't, you know, in, in the beginning, we didn't know what we could pay, but now we do, and we have a much better set model for it. Oh, so and then, tell, me, tell me this, how big is your team now? How many VAs, how many acquisitions, how big is your team right now? So right now it's seven VAs that kind of goes up and down. It fluctuates a little bit, depends, you know, uh, our goal. And after speaking to a lot of individuals in the, in, you know, that in a lot of, a lot of the gurus, um, our goal is to be at 15 VAs by February, because I think that's one of those things that we need to really, really scale. Um, but as of right now, it's around seven or eight VAs at a time. And I say seven or eight, cause sometimes we have another lead generation business and we have VAs in that business. So sometimes some of them will come work for us for a little bit part-time or gotcha. switch some things. And then we have four acquisitions in-house, one disposition. Um, and that's pretty much the team right there just for the wholesaling business. Wow, that, that's, 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 that's pretty big. Um, seven VAs, that's a lot. That's even more than we have right now. I have, I have three and I just hired pretty much a fourth one right now last week. But it's, it's, it's interesting hiring and managing a team. Do you have a local office or are you people virtual? No, uh, we have a local office. Um, it's in a basement still, but it's it's great. We have tons and tons of room. It's huge. Um, and we have, you know, everybody has, you know, their desk and their computer. We have one thing that we want, we, need, we knew we needed to implement, and this came from one of my early mentors, Aaron Bevins, is we needed, uh, he told me very early on, the first thing you need to invest in is either a huge monitor that's super wide or dual monitors so that you can do more at once. Um, and that's, that's pretty much like the main thing in our office. We have, we have, we didn't choose the dual monitors, but we chose really long monitors or really big monitors so that we can always look at four or five different screens at the same time. Hmm, I've never heard that before. It's interesting. I, I know, I know I need to get like a dual monitor or a bigger monitor. Cause I've been working off a laptop for a long time. Yeah, so you're like, the, you're the 50 tab guy. I am the 50 tab guy. How do you know? Because <laughs> we're, we're always on calls. <laughs> oh yeah, we are always on calls. <laughs> I'm the 50 tab guy. But like I, I use, and this is one of those things where like I'm doing multiple things at once and I need access to all this stuff. So I don't, I have one monitor. So I'm just, 
I'm, a, I'm all in one space. So I, I use the multiple tab guy. That's funny though. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm yeah. that guy. But uh, that's funny, Ben. So your team's local. Um, what markets are you in? And are you doing land, houses, multifamily, apartments? What are you so, focused on right now in what areas? So the stuff that we've touched is either commercial slash residential or just residential. doesn't matter if it's single or duplex. Um, I've seen a lot of people, which obviously some things are weird to me because, you know, we all get taught differently in this industry. We all get taught, um, you know, some people just, you know, I get messages all the time that say, are you just doing singles or are you just doing duplexes? I don't know why that's even an option. We go for everything, you know, everything that's, anything that's residential that makes sense, we pick it up. Um, you know, we're, we run comps the same way. Um, you know, we're pulling the same comparisons for it. Uh, so yeah, so anything residential, and then we've done some commercial slash residential. We haven't gone for full commercial. We don't do land whatsoever. Um, I think, you know, eventually we want to get to it. It's just not something that we've come, come towards yet. Uh, we've done a few deals in Texas. We've done Ohio a few times. Uh, we just did, we're, we're doing Nebraska, and then we've done Florida. Those are the four states we've touched other than Wisconsin. The majority of our business is all in Wisconsin. Uh, I think we pretty much own, you know, especially in my city where I started, we own almost all the records here, which is great. And with a lot more capital, we've been able to buy a lot more data. Um, so we, you know, we tar retargeted as well as a dozen, you know, dozens and dozens, or I mean, I guess I should say hundreds of follow-ups. One thing we always do to maximize every lead is we always, always, always ask, can I follow up with you in six months to a year? Always. And a lot of those turn into deals because I tell people all the time, the person that you're talking to, that person that's selling right now, did they want to sell six months ago? Did they want to sell a year ago? They weren't thinking about it. So what stops us from just following up and seeing if the situation's changed? That's all wholesaling is. We're just helping people out of situations. We're getting paid to solve problems. That's all we're doing. That's why they're willing to sell at a discount. So that's one thing that we focus on always is asking, can I follow up with you? And then we follow up earlier than that point. They say six months, it's three to four months, right? But a follow-up takes you a minute or two minutes, you know, and if they say no, okay, then follow up with them again. But that's, that's a big part of how we do our business. I think a lot, and uh, I'm going to hop on one thing you said earlier. Um, man, I can't think of what it was. So I had questions I want to ask. So I think, I think the follow-up game is really, really important. And a lot of people, people's, people's lives change like that. So just asking permission to follow up is huge. That was, that was a big nugget right there. Um, man, I can't remember the other question I was going to ask. I do have another question though. So follow up, you're in Wisconsin, multi-states. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. So Donovan Ruffin posted his numbers, I think yesterday or two days ago. He said he did 1,500 transactions and 96 of them were single family. So I always ask because like some people, they just stick to their, stick to the, stick to their game. Like if it's single family, I mean, stick to, stick, stick, to your, stick to your game if you know that's what you're really good at. And like for us, we generally do land, but we've done flips and such. So, but we really love land. We'll look at any land deal. So I think it's interesting that single, I mean, like I said, single family, like I wouldn't mess with land, like mess with land on your, on your free time. Don't, don't dive into it if you're doing very well in single family. It's yeah. one of those things where you, you want to dip your toe into it before you jump all the way in. I think, I think one of the main, and I've, I should, once I think back to it, like my first six months, for example, we did a quarter mil. We did it really, really fast. We didn't made a lot of mistakes, but we made a quarter mil. We probably lost an extra another 60K in just deals that fell through. Yeah. We would have done more because we were just grinding that shit. You know, I was working and was sleeping in my office, you know, on multiple occasions because I was working late at night. Um, you know, as much as I could, I was always there, always, always, always grinding. I didn't, you know, people see me going out now, people see me doing all, you know, recently I have stopped because back on the ground again, especially for 2022. Um, but, you know, I got to enjoy myself a little bit this summer, but for six months, there was none of that. It was just straight business all day, every day, every single day, um, nonstop, even weekends. But um, going back to, uh, I guess, oh yeah, going back to the deals piece, we don't really focus on single or duplexes. We focus on all of it, anything residential, but we do see a common denominator, which is the fact that the majority of the homes that we're picking up are vacant. So it seems like a lot of the motivation, a lot of the distress that we're getting is from vacant properties. Yeah, that's cool. 
That's interesting. And like I said, you, the more deals you do, the more insight you have by your transactions, just by paying attention. That's awesome. Um, so towards the middle of the conversation, you always ask, what is a quote that either you have and uh, whether, what, what is a quote that you, that is either yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? That's a good question. Um, I guess, okay, actually, yes. Um, one of the ones that I always think about on a regular basis, uh, even though I really didn't really think about it so much, is if you want to kill a big dream, tell a small-minded individual. Oh. Now, I'm going to go a little deeper in that. That's Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is one of the guys that I look up to. The guy went from literally absolute homelessness and having nothing and being faithful in that to being one of the in my opinion, one of the best comedians of all time um, and one of the most genuine people in the comedian space. So um, I, I, I think that's a really, really big one, especially for those of you guys that are probably starting out because to a lot, to 99% of the world, wholesaling is fake. Wholesaling doesn't exist. You know, all, exactly. All these real estate methods, like make, you know, owning a thousand plus properties, it's only for the rich. And a lot of times, and it might not be your family's fault. Like sometimes that's just so engraved in you that that's just what you believe. That's what you grow up with. It's like religion. I'm not going to touch on the topic, but you know, more than likely you are the same religion your parents are because that's just how you grew up that's how you were brought into the into this world same thing with a lot of other things so when it comes to don't kill a big dream or we want to kill a big dream tell to a small-minded individual it might not it, it it might not be like they're incredibly small-minded and they you know they just they hate everything it just they don't they might not believe in what exactly you're trying to accomplish so if you're trying to start wholesaling and you start telling everybody about it, the majority of people, especially if they don't understand it and have never done the business, are going to say, you're crazy. That's not for you. Or that doesn't work. It's just BS. Or how much money really goes in? Yeah, they're making 10K. They probably put like 9K into their business to make that money. And they're just flashing the nice check around. I've had people literally even in the last, even last month, I went to the gym and somebody said, I said, hey, you want to come to our event? You know, I have students that are doing this much. Yeah, but I bet they're putting, you know, 90% of it into their business. That's probably not, you know, I don't believe anybody that posts checks. I was like, all right, that's, that's perfectly fine because you, you can't, you can't change somebody's thoughts immediately. And I'm not going to sit there and argue with everybody. Um, but I think that's a big one because I think a lot of wholesalers, they want to go, they get so excited because they want to start on this new journey and they start dialing and they start telling everybody. And as long as one person that you care about, or one person just says, dude, you're not going to make it or that's not for you or that, that it's fake there, you know, it, it can kill you. And then you're going to lose all your motivation, all your confidence. Like for example, me, I can do, you know, I believe in myself and I believe in my numbers, but I've done the business, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't sure of what was going to happen. And there were people that didn't believe in me, If I would have kept believing them. And I had more people. I probably wouldn't have been where I am today. So that that small-minded people it's not an insult to them it's just they don't know what they don't know and it could be your brother it could be your parents it could be your spouse or girlfriend and you have to have a hard conversation and i what i'm going to bring up here is the importance of networking and community because networking and community they it's a confirmation bias they confirm all the things that you want because they're already doing it in the business Whereas if you talk to people like your family, your friends that grew up, not necessarily the way, the same way you grew up, but they don't know this new avenue, new direction you want to go with, they'll never understand it just because they're, they don't, they can't comprehend and understand nothing they know about. Whereas you might've listened to podcasts or YouTube or gotten your education through a course or other product. And you've now inundated yourself into this position that now you understand the basics of it. And then you're like, I, I had the same thing. I told, I, I had a conversation with my brother. He's like, my brother's like, I need 20 rentals. And my brother listens to this. I apologize. <laughs> but my brother's like, he's like, I need 20 rentals to retire. And he works at the steel union. He's like, I need 20 rentals to retire. And I'm like, okay, you can, you can do it without, you can do other things besides rentals. You can do, you can create cash flow in other ways. 
I told them about rental cars because I had a rental car at the time. And I'm like, I'm making like 600 bucks a month on my rental car. Like you don't have to get rentals. Like you can retire sooner than what you think if you put in the right work in the right direction. So for him, he's going the rental route. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'm like, me, I don't want to ever own a single family rental. That's just me. I'd rather own storage, multifamily, or just other things besides single family. I don't want to own 100 single units. I'd rather own a 100 unit building and call it a day because at least I can put management in place. But that's just me off of my information and knowledge that I've acquired just through the short span of real estate. So you can't, and I, I tried to explain it to him. I'm like, dude, like, just think about it with this lens. And he was like, he doesn't get it. So maybe he'll get it one day when I have 100 units in one building, <laughs> then we could talk. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just, and like I said, it's not an insult to him or insult to other people. It's just that some people aren't, and this is, I think it was a quote, some people aren't ready to receive the information because it's not their time. Yeah. I mean, I, I've spoken to people myself where I tell them about, you know, I've done a six figure month and they'll walk away because they don't believe it. They'll literally walk away. And, you know, I don't get a lot of rejection because the 90 percent of the time, if I'm not in my office with my team, I'm at a business meeting, I'm at an event, I'm somewhere where there's people that are doing the same things or way bigger things in real estate that understand where I'm coming from. So I'm on a regular basis, putting myself in a position all the time. And I didn't realize it till right now, where it's literally all I hear and all I talk about is real estate with everybody and everybody comprehends it. And, you know, some people might shit on each other for having more than, you know, others, but it's, it becomes a game and it becomes something where it's almost like a friendly competition of, Hey, or even just like, it becomes a kind of a mentoring moment or an inspiration for you to go to that next level. So, um, yeah, I mean that, I think that's a great point to make. Uh, I, 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 I love, I love my family and, and friends, but like me and Anthony, our best friends are people that are in the real estate business. They're our clients. Mm -hmm. Our clients are our best friends. And it's, it's crazy to say that, but like, they're really, they're really our friends. Like we have conversations with them where we're, tr and like, we take it a personal, we take it a personal responsibility to make your business great. Like, and you know that because we, we've had a lot of conversations with you and with other, with other, other clients as well. Like we want to see you succeed just as much as we want to succeed. And I think it's one of the biggest things of like helping people, helping people get what they want will help you get what you want. And a lot of people don't understand that. And that's one thing, and I, I want to make this a very strong point for this podcast episode. That's one thing that I love about the hive mind. Obviously, there are a lot of great businesses out there, but let's just say you jump on Mojo, for example, as a dialer. If you're not reaching out to their support, and, you're not, and there's no community for them. If you're not reaching out to their support, they don't care. As long as a subscription money is coming in, they're solid. If you quit, Okay, if you're staying, okay. Whereas Hivemind is has a community where you see people on a regular basis win. You see people on a regular basis help each other out. You see the members all you know do deals together, help, uh, answer questions for each other. It's almost like having a mentorship for free in reality because the community alone, people are charging thousands or hundreds a month just for that community piece of it. Um, and that's been amazing to see because you're around the same kind of people. So uh, a lot of respect to Hivemind because they're always making sure that all of their community members and all their users are taken care of on a regular basis. So, um, you know, thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for creating what you guys have created other than just the actual platform. Yeah, we, we, we really, we really wanted to flip it on its head because like you said, most softwares I've used you can't talk to nobody like you're mm -hmm. talking to the wall every you're time and, them, you know and I, I hate i hated that man i hated that part of it and i'm like uh we got to do something different and like i i like i said i i my team's available we try and do as much as we can when we can do it but it's just i i really we we really our goal is to have thousands and thousands thousands of users have six figure months like I mentioned this before on, on a couple of different calls, but I didn't know what my, I knew what my, my personal why was, and it's always been my kids and my family, but my business why, I didn't know what it was till we had our first user have six figure months. And I'm like, holy shit, we've had a user hit six figures. Let's, let's go. Like there's two, there's three now. I'm like, come on, who's next? We're going to get a thousand, a thousand users 
having six figure months. Like that's what, that's what we want. That's what we want to succeed because for me having a six figure month, that's game changer. It's game changer. It's literally game changer. Like you might get a six figure deal. You might get a six figure deals every month. I mean, that's a six figure month. That's not, a, that's not to be taken lightly and it's not an easy feat to hit. But man, I'm excited every time somebody hits a six-figure month. I'm excited whenever it hits a, everybody hits a big deal. I'm excited when people get wins because man, their wins and my wins, man. I want to hear the like I said, I told I told you this earlier. I talked, I did a podcast with a user. And he's like, I did 30 deals through Hive. I'm like, why don't you tell me? That's my win. You're taking away from my wins. Like I wanted to know that. That's awesome, bro. Go go get 30 more. <laughs> like absolutely. It's it's crazy. And like, like for me, it's like. For, for HiveMind, we want you to succeed. We want you to have big business. We want you to make a lot of money. We want you to change your family's lives. We want you to change other people's lives. We just want you to make a difference because if you can make a difference on individual scale and we help put you in that position, now we're, now we're affecting world level changing. And it's not, it's not based off of our individual efforts. We empower people to help other people. Absolutely. Which is huge, which is huge, man. Um, Going, going back real quick on that point, um, back to the community factor. One thing that I love about HiveMind, you know, obviously is they support people. They want to see you guys win. That is one of the best communities to be in, 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 one, in my opinion, because you have people around you that want to see you win on a regular basis. You know, when I, when I started in this, in this industry, I was a small, I'm, I'm still a small fish, right? But I was nobody. I was just a regular kid. And I didn't make all this money. I didn't have the lifestyle that I do right now. And so when I started, I remember my inbox was driest as dry. I had just gotten back on social media. I was, I was already very known in my city, but I had just gotten back to social media, super dry. I probably receive, you know, 30 to 50 messages a day on a regular basis now because of all the success that I've had. I've had thousands and thousands of messages um, throughout this time period. And that's just, I mean, it. that's just, one thing about like people don't aren't necessarily there weren't there until they saw that i was already winning and they wanted a piece of it and within hive mind everybody's already supporting each other it doesn't matter who you are how many deals you've done nobody has asked you if you've even done a deal they're they'll gladly answer your question that's one thing about it it's like that's the community piece that can help you grow and scale in your business uh adding to that i'm hosting an event and the first people that bought their ticket were not even from my city. They were people from LA. They were people from Arizona. They were people from Minnesota. They were guys from Florida that are immediately bought a ticket because they supported who I am and they've been in the industry. Whereas the people that maybe are in my city and, you know, and even though they've seen me grow, they just, you know, they're not there. They should be the first ones to support and they're not, you know, they're the ones making up the excuses about, I don't have money for the ticket. I, even if I give them a discount code, they're not snatching a ticket. So that shows me that all these people that are like-minded are always supporting each other. And that's a big piece for it. Um, one thing that really will help you guys out is join HiveMind. Um, and this is not really a push, you know, because of anything other than the fact that I respect and love their community and delete the news app that has helped me. I haven't seen the news since I started my real estate journey. I deleted the news app on the iPhone and I probably, there's only two things I know about that has happened in the world that I know of. I don't know how many COVID numbers there were. I don't know what kind of big things have happened. I don't know who's the mayor. I don't know any of those things but I'm making a lot of money and I'm, you know, I'm making sure that my business is growing and building. And I took, got rid of all those distractions. On top of that, I created a brand new Facebook. I let my old Facebook die or I left it on, you know, I left it deactivated on my new Facebook. I added all entrepreneurs. So all I see every single day are people doing better than me on a regular basis. And it just helps me grind and hit those next achievements every single time. Every group I'm part of is a, is a real estate group or a wholesaling group or something that has to do with business uh, sales group that is just gonna take me to that next level that I can learn from every single day that I can see and say, why am I not there? Why, how can I get to that next level every single day? So I, uh, I, I met Pace Morby for the second time a couple weeks ago. And I told him, like, I watch your show and I don't even watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> he just laughed. He's like, you like it? I was like, yeah, I like it. It was good. It's a good show. I'm like, it's, it's, it's the real, it's the real thing. 
but I, I go back to like, for me, I, I, I used to enjoy sports and it was more of like a way to connect with my family and my brothers. But now that I'm in business, I don't watch any sports either. Like I don't watch any news. I don't watch any TV. It's just all business. And my wife's like, I hate, I hate trying to get you presents for Christmas because you don't like anything. I'm mm-hmm. like, I like business. That's what I like. Give me a book. <laughs> I don't even like books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one thing about, I mean, when I was young, you know, I was, I was, you know, my, I got my You're steps. still young. I know, but my step siblings are in college and we did this, you know, you know, we did this cheap, uh, cheaper, you know, gift thing where we we're each going to gift each other. And I was like, I don't want anything. I can afford whatever I want. I can buy whatever the hell I want. I, you know, if I, I, I my shoes cost 600 bucks or more up to 2000 bucks, you know, it's, you guys probably aren't going to buy me that, you know, I want to just, I don't, you know, that's, so it's a different lifestyle. It's a different perspective on life, but it's really nice to be able to just do whatever you want. Like you don't have to rely on anything or anyone that feeling alone in your life where you're not stressed about money anymore. You're not stressed about how you're going to pay the rent. You're not stressed about where you want to live or where you want to go, or if you can afford the next event, man, that is an amazing, amazing, amazing life. And the, the minds, the mind, your mind around that becomes so peaceful. Um, obviously there's always going to be issues within your life, you know, in business and personally, and, but it just, it's, it's a better life when you, when you have, when you're able to do what you want to do. It's, it's the freedom aspect of it because you have no, you're, you, you know, your direction and you know where you're going and you have the freedom to do it. That's the biggest thing. Because like, I feel people that still work a job, they know they want to quit. They know they want to retire. They have the end goal in sight of retirement or reaching so much in, of in, investment power. Like it's, everybody wants that goal, but when you're actually living it and doing it, you have the freedom to do whatever you want. So let's kind of pivot into this, man. So you said, how many businesses have you started since you started entrepreneurship? Because this is the perfect like lead way into this is now now that you've made money in real estate, you've now been able to open other doors and other ventures in other and create other opportunities that you didn't have access to before just by having that freedom and ability to, to do now. So what businesses have you started since real estate and what kind of go in tangent with real estate and how many businesses are you running and operating now? So my, I guess my biggest and most proud moment was uh, the moment that even being so young in the industry and being so new to the industry, I was able to put my girl through uh, college. She was able to study whatever she wanted, which was pet grooming. I paid for her entire pet grooming school. And she, so since January of last year, she to, to April, I paid for that entire bill. No problem whatsoever. Just wrote the checkout. She didn't have to work so she could just straight study for it and make sure that she perfected it. Afterwards, my only contingencies being, an, I guess, technically an investor, um, and being somebody that supports her was you have to go to as many events that come up when it comes to pet grooming as possible. I'll pay for them. No problem. But you have to keep learning and you have to find a mentor. She found a mentor. She would drive 45 minutes out. Uh, she would go learn from her and she became insanely amazing so that when she started to pick up clients, the reviews and the people um, that would, you know, that, that the reactions from people were insane. They were like, have you been doing this for years? And no, but it was just having, you know, developing that skill and doing it consistently on a regular basis. Just how, just how I do in real estate, you just put it into another aspect of, of business and you follow the same concepts. And so after that, I was able to build, uh, you know, a really, really beautiful uh, pet grooming salon for her. Uh, we got custom cages for the dogs. Uh, we got custom, pretty much everything. We were able to buy all the expensive, you know, tubs and expensive tables that go up and down. Like tables are like almost three grand, you know, just for one table, you know, and that was awesome to me that I even was in the position to do that. Um, and so I put all this together. Now we did run into some setbacks as you will in any business where we didn't, we just like, we're just barely going to open in a week. We're technically five months behind. And that's only because the inspectors did not want to give us um, occupation because they wanted our new architectural prints since the business, previous business to the business that it is now in that building has changed. 
as well as structural engineer in there and uh, structural architectural prints and HVAC prints. So that took us some time, especially with COVID and everybody being booked. But we're thankfully, you know, it's just a setback. We're going to open now. Um, and, you know, I'm thankful for that. But the, the crazy part is that I was able to do that. And even though we didn't open for five months, well, pretty much with construction and actually putting it together and trying to open, we're seven months behind, right? Um, but that's okay. Like, you, it still didn't hurt me financially because I'm in a good position with real estate. So that was amazing for me. Um, and so that's one of our businesses. It's the Peckerman Salon. That business alone will easily do six figures a year. Um, which is, you know, great. Uh, and uh, we have a car flipping business. My partner for that is 18 years old. Uh, we flip quite a lot of cars on a regular basis. It started from just a simple conversation. And then I did it and we made money and I just kept wanting to make money. We also have a lead generation business where we generate leads for a few businesses and a taco truck that we're building the second one right now. So we have, uh, on top of that, we do mentorships as well. We have dozens of students all over the country. Um, so we do quite a, quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything has worked out and I've been able to implement the same skills when it comes to CRM, lead generation, customer service that we use in wholesaling into those businesses to be able to run them. Um, and I've been able to create leaders as well to be, because if you don't have leaders in your business, your business will crumble. That's one of the biggest things I learned when I started traveling to events to speak or when I tra started traveling to events to just attend them and back home, the wholesaling business would start falling apart or deals would start falling apart. Well, that was because I hadn't created enough leaders in my business. I hadn't trained people well enough so that they could be a mini me when I was gone. And if you don't have that, your business will crumble. So you always have to set the foundation right before you go into anything else. So for anybody that missed this, we're gonna we're gonna lay it all out because I really, I really I heard this just right now and I'm gonna lay it all out. So education, you sent your 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 girlfriend right to get educated. Yes. Step two was networking. She goes to all the events in the neighboring area. Step three was mentorship. You find a mentor that's already doing what you want to do and that can guide you in the right direction. Step four was implementation. And then step five, what you just said right now was empowering the right leaders. That way you don't have to be in the business forever. There it is. I think we can, we can end it right now. That was it right there. That was gold, gold. And I heard it. I hope somebody else heard it, but I wanted to say it right there because that was gold. That was the, that is the game plan for every business, any, any entrepreneur. I'm going to freaking cut this and edit this out. That was dope. That was that was dope, dude. That was dope. And man, that was a good one right there, man. I, I commend you for at a young age to know and understand what needs to be done and how to do it. That is dope. Appreciate it, brother. And I mean, that's the reality of things, you know, and I've been able to learn all these things at such a young age, but I'm always hustling. I'm like my my mind never stops thinking about business. If I even go anywhere and I, and I'm like, for example, I went and got a facial the other day and the, it's a small business. Um, and the lady who did the facial, uh, she's a young, she's probably a, either around my age or younger. And I was intrigued with the business. So as I'm getting my facial, I'm over here asking her what the cost of product is, what her, you know, what she's selling it for, what her margins are, how she structures her business. Why is she still in the business? Why doesn't she have employees? Now, I wasn't questioning her in terms of, hey, you've got to do this. I was just trying to understand the business concept and see if I could give a little bit of advice on my end. And as always, I'm never going to be aggressive with my advice. Just how my mentors aren't to me unless I pay them to be. Um, I, want, I just want to inspire people. And I want people to see a lot of times when you don't have mentors, you do well in business, but you never get out of that business. It feels 10 times better when you get 10 deals done and you didn't have to do a single thing for them than when you had a grind all the way through. Everyone's so proud of working. Ryan Pineda taught me this. We sat down and it was probably one of the most life-changing conversations we had, uh, which was take yourself out of the business and make sure that you're using your time as efficiently as possible from eight to four so that you don't have to work after 4 p.m. You can, he's like, 
dude, you can get whatever it is that you need to get done from eight to four. So you can spend time with family and everybody. And even myself, I'm my, you know, I'm, I'm my own victim here is so proud of working 70 hours a week, 65 hours a week in their business. When in reality, the people that really are winning are those guys that are working 20 to 30 hours or even less than that, five hours a week, because everybody else around them is making sure that everything gets done. I want to use swear words, but I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to swear here, you know, but that's that everything gets done. So, um, I mean, I think that's really like a gold thing there is you don't always have to do it yourself. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can have other people around you that are able to help you. It just takes, you're already doing it every day. That same amount of time that it takes you, it would have been the same amount of time that you can use to train somebody else. And yes, you're giving up a portion, but now your time becomes a lot more valuable somewhere else. Man, you are wise beyond your years. And I think it's because of the network and people you've soaked up information from, because I wish, like I said, I, I, it took me, man, I've been an entrepreneur for four years uh, in about two, three weeks. It took me two, three years to learn all that. Two, three years of just stupidity and mess ups. And now I'm in a position where I'm like, man, I don't want to do this forever. <laughs> and now you got to empower people and, and, and educate people the right way. And you have to empower your people the right way to make sure everything is done the right way. Absolutely. Like, you, you can't half-ass training your people because you're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. Um, man, this has been a crazy conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited, man. This is, this is a really good one. So tell us about the event. Tell us about where people can find you social media. Tell us about your mentorship. Let's, let's go, let's, let's go down that rabbit hole. Um, so when it comes down to the, when it comes down to reaching me, you guys can all feel free to text me. It's 414-310-2116. Go straight into my hive mind account. We'll make sure to get back to you guys. It's not automated or anything. We're actually like, it's actually me talking. I just use my hive mind number because we try to, we try to use a lot of our business within hive mind. Um, so 414-310-2116. If you guys want a free contract, text me there. We'll send you guys a free contract. If you guys want my social medias, text me there. If you guys just want to chat, just text me there. We'll make sure we get taken care of. Um, but uh, when it comes to the event, the event, uh, there are no big events in the Midwest. I've spoken at events. I've invested in events. I've gone to events, many, many, many events. I've networked with some of the biggest gurus in the industry. Um, and I've worked my butt off whenever I'm not there. Um, to make sure that you know we've had a, to make sure that we've had a successful business, um, and so this event is really really special to me. Um, my partner uh, is one of the biggest developers, refinancers, and hard money lenders in the Midwest, primarily in Wisconsin more than anything. Um, he does millions, tens of millions of, um, pretty much hundreds of millions of dollars in loans a year, um, and he's huge. He does development at a high end level. Uh, and then, you know, obviously you guys know I do, you know, wholesaling at a higher level. And so we, I, you know, in terms of our lineup, if you guys think I'm great, well, that's great. Cause then you guys really want to come to my event. Cause I'm probably the smallest speaker that I have, which is the absolute, like, it's a blessing to me that I'm able to bring these high energy, high level people to our event. Um, and we're really, really stoked about it. We're really, really happy about it. And we wanted to make this an amazing experience for everybody. We wanted to change people's lives. We wanted a 10X year small investment in this. Um, and because it is our first event, we are charging, in my opinion, incredibly, incredibly cheap price. Like I told you guys, I've paid 3K. I've paid 5K for events. I've paid 2K for events just for a ticket alone. So this event we're pricing at, uh, if you use the code word HIVE, you, you get a discount because you guys are part of the hive mind. Uh, even if you're just in the hive, you know, I know there's two Facebook groups, no matter which group you're in or wherever you're hearing this from, if you guys are hearing this from hive, use the code word hive, H I V E. And then you guys can uh, get a discount. So tickets are 150. We'll discount them to 97 for you guys um, so that you guys can come network, be a part, see these huge gurus. We've got HBHS coming, home buying, home selling from San Antonio, creative finance and subject to gurus. 
got um, Jacob Blank, who's a huge seven-figure wholesaler from Arizona coming. He's like 1.7 million for the year. He's 19 years old. Um, we've got Brandon Rule coming, who's a huge developer in DC, Atlanta, and Wisconsin. My partner, who's a huge developer, huge syndicator, raises you know tens of millions of dollars in a couple of days. He will be speaking, um, and you guys will get to know who he is. Um, that's my partner for the event. Um, We've got uh, TJ Tajani, who is uh, in pretty much an Airbnb arbitrage specialist, has dozens of students across the country. Um, I'm not sure if he has a couple hundred, he might, but uh, he does Airbnb arbitrage and he's a pro at it. We've got Ricky Carruth, who's a real estate agent who does over 100 deals a year. He's done 806 deals in the last seven years. He was with Gary V last week, so uh, he's doing some big things. Um, We've got uh, Pat Hilton as the MC. If you guys don't know, he does a lot of the all-in events. He's doing Donovan Ruffin's event. Um, you know, he's been on Grant Cardone stages. He's been with Gary Vee. A lot of these guys have been on Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, and May Mayweather stages. So um, that's big and huge. Uh, and then we have uh, Justin Guerra, who's a killer wholesaler from uh, LA, and Rod, who's a killer wholesaler from Atlanta. I'll be speaking a little bit. I won't try to take up too much time because we have such amazing speakers coming. And... Um, we have uh, Carlos Reyes, who is in the lineup, who is huge for us. Uh, for any of you guys that don't know, he just did a $750,000 deal uh, on just one deal alone. So they're going to have their first million dollar wholesale month uh, this month in December to finish off the year. So they're doing, you know, hundreds of thousands a month in, uh, in deals. So they're amazing. He owns 28 businesses. Um, and then Quentin Flores is also going to be here. So um, I believe that's all our speakers for right now. We have a huge lineup and uh, for $97, like. And the like, hive mind will be there. Yeah. And the hive mind is going to be one of our sponsors. So we're very, very, very excited. You guys get to network with them. You guys can talk to them in person. For any of you guys that are already hives, you guys can, you know, mastermind there. We'll probably set up if uh, Daniel and Anthony want, we'll probably set up a spot for anybody that wants to mastermind with the hive while they're there might as well talk hive, you know, so um, we've got plenty of room for private space to be able to, you know, have those masterminds. And, uh, you know, we, we're really excited about this event. Just text me to get, um, to get tickets for the event, because the technically the website isn't fully up yet. It will be up next Monday. Tickets are already flying off the shelves. We have people from across the country coming. So it'll be up before this airs. Um. <sighs> Tech, it should be hustleharderclub.com. If you go on there and it's not working or the information- We'll have a link in bio. Yeah, if the information's not working for any reason, just check the link in the bio. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Check us out, guys. We have tremendous, tremendous value. I don't even know if you can if you can even go to an event that's under $500, $500 to see Carlos Reyes speak um, alone. You know, So we are trying to bring the absolute best to the best. And- Again, you guys want to get around like-minded people. I'll be there. You can ask me questions all day long and I'm not going to be speaking on stage that long. So I'm going to be there trying to, you know, pour into people as much as possible. So um, thank you guys to the hive. Thank you guys for everything you guys do. Um, you guys have been a big part of our business. Uh, you guys have changed a lot of our students' lives. You guys have changed a lot of the people that have brought into hives lives and companies. So I can't wait to see where it goes and how it grows. And um and yeah, I mean, any other questions, Daniel? Yeah, uh, what's your Instagram? The Tony Romero, T-H-E, so not the, it's the Tony, T-O-N-N-Y, Romero. Uh, TikTok is Tony Romero Inspires or the Tony Romero. I got 44,000 views on my first video, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, for anybody that's out there, please, you know, keep grinding. You guys got this. All it really comes down to is consistency and talking to the right individual. Um, and for those of you guys that need inspiration, just believe in yourselves. You guys got this. You don't need anybody else to tell you that, that you can do it. You can do it. But, and I'm telling you right now, and Daniel's telling you, and you know, you guys go to the, the I joined the Hive is Live the other day. You guys hear coach on there. I think that's more, that's fire enough for you guys to go out and start calling immediately. Um, so these guys have a lot of love for their, their members. And, you know, I'm just blessed to be part of this amazing community. So I'll end it here. What separates, what separates entrepreneurs is starting 
what separates good entrepreneurs from other entrepreneurs is consistency. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you start and you are consistent, you're going to do 99% better than everybody else. That's Absolutely. a wrap. <laughs> so we appreciate you coming out, Tony. Man, this has been a great interview. Um, I'm excited for the event. Please check out the event ticket down below, and uh, we'll see you all here at, at Wisconsin, Milwaukee in February. So appreciate your time, Tony. You have a great day. Thank Thanks you, for coming on. Bye-bye. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.onelistguys.com. That's www.the number one listguys.com.